Alternative medicine is the original medicine. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. much for joining us for this episode of Heal Today. I am excited to talk to Adora Winquist, who is an expert in vibrational medicine and essential oils. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much, Liz. It's a delight to be here with you today and all your listeners. I am so excited because I can't wait to hear about your story, about your life, everything that brought you to where you are right now. Because during this For this podcast, most of our guests do typically tell us about their life story and tell us about that defining event or events or culmination of events that bring them to what they're doing now. So tell us, where what, what's going on? Where have you been? How did you get into this field? <laughs> well, I love that intention or framework, Liz, because one of the... Um, affirmations and teachings I work with with my clients and students is the reminder that every single moment every breath you've taken every step you've taken since your first has brought you perfectly here and now although the journey has been of course imperfect um And mine is no different in that regard. So I actually, I I love that you're in Massachusetts because I started my first business there. I started my introduction to um, vibrational medicine there. But I'm going to back up before I come to Massachusetts. I'm going to back up to California. Um, I grew up in upstate New York, Schenectady outside of Albany, and Mm. uh, spent much of my childhood in the Adirondacks immersed in nature and it was where I always felt the most alive the most safe and the most comforted um and I I think of course you know I believe that so many of the components of our early childhood dynamics become uh, reminders and sculptors, if you will, Mm -hmm. of who we become in our lives. And so I spent much of my time in creeks and in the woods and with trees and flowers and stones and plants. And, you know, I, I, used to collect worms in addition to my <laughs> crystal collection when I was That's about so funny. seven. I, you know, it's funny that you say that because when I was, when I was little, I would definitely, I was, we were outside all day. You know, you don't come home until the street lights come on. Yes. And, um, and I was definitely in the dirt kind of a kid. And as an adult, I'm like, no, thank you. I don't want to touch that, which is so interesting. <laughs> I like being out in nature. I like taking my shoes off and walking mm-hmm. in the grass and the beach. Um, but getting down and dirty in the dirt is something that I've lost and I feel like I need to get back to. So go ahead. Just inserted that. Yeah, little. it's such good medicine. It's good. Yeah. It's such powerful medicine to get our hands and our feet into the soil, into the earth and where we feel connected. Yeah. There is a few places where we can more deeply connect than right. through the earth in that way. So I think that's beautiful. Hmm. Um, so I... I also had this love for mixing uh, potions, 
And so when I was very young and it was time to do the dishes after dinner, I would raise my hand and say I had to use the restroom and I would proceed to go in there and mix all my mother's expensive perfumes and powders together (laughs) until until everything was clean and all the work was done. (laughs) And they didn't catch on for years until I confessed as as like a late teen, early adult. Um, But again, you know, a precursor to to my future. And then flash forward to when I was 18 and I left home for the first time, I really longed to get as far away from home as possible. So I traveled 3000 miles from the (laughs) East Coast right to the West Coast. And, you know, much of that was from the pressure I felt in my um, from my family of origin. And when we talk about um, our early childhood um, dynamics and how they imprint certain belief systems and patterns upon us, which is a, a great focus of my work as a healer and teacher today, well, there was a tremendous, tremendous amount of dysfunction in my environment. There was mm-hmm. a lot of fighting. There was poison being thrown back and forth energetically and verbally. Mm-hmm. Um, so between fighting and challenges with alcoholism, I wanted to escape mm-hmm. and, um, and I wanted to find myself because it was very difficult to have a sense of who I was when I was constantly trying to take care of my parents and my family and yeah. to fix things. Right. So trying to fix things. Right. Back to, yes. One of these archetypes that we carry into our adult life as a means of understanding our path and purpose. Um, but one thing that was really poignant in California was that I had a, uh, fall equinox ceremony with a local shaman. And at that time I was working in this, what we used to call head shops, like a metaphysical shop that had the crystals and books on. um, How did you get into that initially? Were you, were you just, was it just a job or were you really interested in that at the time? I was so interested in it. I was so interested in it. I didn't realize how much of a calling that it was for me, but I was drawn to it magnetically. Yeah. And the crystals and the oils and the plants and what are what are these tenets of white magic and vibration and energy and healing. And so this experience that I had with the shaman opened these doors within my being. Mm-hmm. and my awareness and it was like there were memories that were from a far off time that I couldn't really explain um, but they brought me to not only that job but to study color to study sound to study the plants the herbs the oils and then of course to, to many other facets of my work Um And so that really was a moment of profound opening. And then if I flash forward, right, when we have these over the shoulder moments where we start to look at, yes, it's not about being perfect, but it's about acknowledging those enormous leaps and shifts of healing of consciousness awareness that we have traversed and, and embodied in our life. And so Um, Then flash forward about a year later, I was 19 living on Cape Cod, uh, which is where I went. I stayed there about 10 years. I um, married my first husband there. I started my first business there, my first essential oil business. I started my first healing practice on the Cape. 
uh, bought so my great. first house there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have such a heart connection for that area, but it was really through, again, as many of us find our path and purpose and passion in life, it comes from um, a place of healing crisis. And so Right. At this point, 19, I was without health insurance, didn't have a lot of money. And every year I would get bronchitis brought about from allergies twice a year. And as a child, I was sick a lot, you know, like down for the cow, boxes mm -hmm. of Kleenex, missing a lot of school. And, and so I realized like, I don't, I can't afford to not go to work. Uh, I can't afford to be sick and in my bed. I, you know, now who, who am I relying on? I'm relying on myself. That's right. And yeah. so, so somewhere I heard something about herbs and I went to this little store in Chatham. I think it still might be there in fact. Um, and I bought a book on herbs and five different ones, uh, hyssop thyme, eucalyptus, um, licorice root and then fresh ginger and I went home and I had all my books out and I made a tea and I was amazed because I healed so quickly so much more rapidly than any time I had used the conventional even like the cough syrup with the codeine that the doctors would often oh, prescribe yeah. for that yeah. degree of bronchitis and so I thought, wow, there's really something here. So I started making teas and tinctures and having any of my friends that didn't feel well and said, yes, like, here's a potion for you to try. <laughs> um, but I've had so many requests through the years, the past, gosh, and you know, who, a couple of decades that I included that recipe for respiratory health in my book, Detox, Nourish, Activate, Plant and Vibrational Medicine for Energy, Mood and Love. Um, so it's in there. And I think we actually have it on our blog too, um, because especially this time of the year in this hemisphere, right, we're, we're having a lot of challenges with respiratory health. Absolutely. So it's a, a wonderful um, oh, tea that you can make at home. And, you know, one of the things that I think is so profound that I love to see when I teach is how excited people are to make their own medicine. Yes. Right? Oh my make, gosh. Yes. I mean, I, I have to say, and I don't know if it's because I've eased my way into this field as well, not the herbs, not the, you know, I don't, I don't do tinctures or anything fancy like that. Um, I'd love to learn more because I do not like to take medicine, traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. The only thing I'll yeah. take is a yes. pain reliever if I have to, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. if I have to take an antibiotic because it's something that I, which is yes. rare, knock on wood, <laughs> I don't want to take anything. And when I do, I feel gross. So Mm. Well, it's such a great reminder that mainstream medicine can be very effective with certain um, in the appropriate context, right? Right. Antibiotics have saved thousands and thousands and thousands of lives. And yet when they're over prescribed, they are they it, it, we pay it a tremendous cost for that. That's right. Um, from our health. And in fact, you know, I going back to a little bit, you know, I mentioned the bronchitis and how that brought me to herbs. Um, and that delved me deeper into the study eventually of finding essential oils from the herbal protocols. Mm -hmm. um, but flash forward to about a year later, and for a number of years, I'd had a very severe um, pain um, around the time of my moon cycle, right? And around mm -hmm. the time of my menstruation. Um, 
and I finally realized I had to go to the doctor because like you, I was very much like, okay, I'm going to make a remedy for myself and address it. Mm -hmm. But I realized like there was something really wrong happening in my body. Right. And and that's the power of of listening. Working with um, energy, vibrational medicine, you know, you know about energy and you know, and you understand that if there's something uh, persistent that, yeah, you know, you need to get that checked. Exactly. So this was right around that same time at 19. And, and um, I started to see a physician and it was a very challenging process because um, he was of the mindset that, well, you're a woman, women are born to suffer. So you have this pain around your menstruation. Here's um, a prescription of opioids. And I thought, wow, this, yeah okay, so this is where I'm at. And it was such debilitating pain that was getting more and more severe. So I started taking those. And, and then I heard about this uh, healing modality called Reiki. And again, coming back to to (laughs) New England, um, I went and took my first uh, Reiki class with John Harvey Gray, who at that time, yeah, I think he was probably in his 70s then. And this was about um, a little over 20 years ago. Um, but brilliant teacher, he learned right from the Takata lineage. And mm-hmm. so he had such an immense amount of wisdom. He and his wife, I forget her name, but beautiful. And so after that first attunement, I started seeing colors around people. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. And then... So now that my awareness has been brought to that and this doorway, right, of consciousness has been opened up, I started to see how the colors would change based on people's emotions and feelings. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is really profound. I want to know more about this too. Right. So those became my two primary um, pillars of study, vibrational medicine, and then the plant, specifically the herbs, which became really important for me as I was diving into this um, medical issue um, and then was later diagnosed as endometriosis. Yeah. But it took it took over a year to diagnose it because they had to do surgery for that. So meanwhile, I'm just given, you know, script after script after script and I'm, right. you know, working to function and go to work every day. That's right. And um And so after a few surgeries and, you know, such uh, debilitating pain, I, at one time I had an adhesion um, to my stomach. So every time I would eat, I would get sick. So I was very, very, you know, skinny. And at the time of my black hair, my family (laughs) used to call me Morticia because I was so pale. (laughs) Um, But, but this incredible crisis brought me deeper into these pathways of study and working with alternative medicine. And, you know, after a couple of years of this, this doctor and they tried everything, they thought, well, maybe she has pelvic inflammatory disease. Mm -hmm. So again, like talking about uh, antibiotics. So they would just give me scripts of antibiotics. I think I was on them for maybe six months, maybe longer. And wow. I still today over, you know, this was mid nineties. So still today, even with probiotics, prebiotics, I still have really significant challenges um, there with my gut. 
and have to be very particular on what I put into my body because of that sensitivity from, um, you know, overuse of those antibiotics. Um, but there were two critical moments for me. One was when, now this time I'm 21 and my doctor said, well, I think we should do a hysterectomy. And, and yet I had this vision that I was to have two children. Um, and I knew I was to have them by birth because at that time I had two stepchildren that I was caring for. Um, and so I said, no. And saying no meant I had to figure another pathway out. Right. The second moment that was a, a real sparkler for me was I was driving to work one morning. And of course, you know, with the opioids, you have to take more because your body builds up a tolerance. Mm -hmm. So by now I'm taking them from pain, but there's also a level of addiction, right? Yes. When you're yeah. prescribed these for years. Yeah. And I'm driving, I'm um, on the Cape and I'm driving to Mashpee to my job at the cable office. And I nearly hit a car as I'm getting onto the ramp because I'm in that fugue state, right? Yeah. Of what happens when we have some kind of substance still in our body, whether it's alcohol or, or um, prescription medicine or other illicit substances. And so I said, wow, this, this, you know, really yeah. jarred me. I and I said, yeah. okay. I open her. I'm done with the conventional medicine. I'm going to take full responsibility for my health and well-being, and I'm going to find a different way. And and so that's when I really started professional study of both essential oils, vibrational medicine, many mm -hmm. different modalities of energy healing. But ultimately, um, I found the the four year program at the Barbara Brennan School. Um, and graduated from that about 20 years ago. And now also uh, work as an instructor for the Hands of Light program, in addition to the other wonderful things that I teach and um, of ways to remind others that they, there is a different way and uh -huh. that they're not alone in their path of suffering and there is a way out. Mm -hmm. And I know with certainty, if I've been able to find the way out of the adversity, significant of adversity on a lot of different levels in my life, then, um, then they can too. And so right. my passionate commitment is to provide all of the pathways, all of the products, all of the programs, all of the transmissions, all of the teachings at varying degrees, whether it's complementary or paid for mm -hmm. people wherever they are on their journey of seeking mm -hmm. and transformation and self-mastery because there is so much more to life and there is so much more to our lives than we're ever taught or led to believe. Right. And that vibrancy and joy and abundance and prosperity and deep love that we crave for within our souls to give, to receive and to embody is possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. we all have something really significant to contribute to the greater good of all, but mm -hmm. first by coming to and through our own healing process. Right. That was beautiful. <laughs> So does Thank this you. bring you to current day with all of your practices and teachings now? Are you some, I is mean, there more a, to that story. Is there more? And oh, there's so like, much more, right? At this point, you're around 21 or 22 and you're moving, you know, forward with your healing. Yeah. So how yes. did all of that turn out? How are you? How, how was that? Uh, well, I, ha I do have two children. 
now. I have a 13-year-old beautiful girl named Lily and an eight-year-old beautiful girl named Violet. They're so different and so bright and um, just amazing me every single day. Um, and so the endometriosis healed and I am very healthy now. And now I've gone through all of the phases and now post-menopausal. And so we know, wow. right, as, as in particular <laughs> as women, that there are so many phases and stages yeah. to our life. And, and we need, we require different um medicine, if you will, different mm -hmm. levels of nurturing at each stage of our mm -hmm. development. Um, and of course, since then, I've created a number of different businesses. Um, and some of those early uh, products went on to sell and still sell hundreds and hundreds of thousands of bottles of these early formulas on chakra balancing and energy clearing all around the world. So I, you know, a, kind of an interesting story in that process is where I found myself um, with my first daughter, Lily. And then at this point I was um, a single parent and I uh, was surprised by uh the pregnancy and thought, but I've waited so long. I'm 36 now. I've waited so long to uh, become pregnant. I'm going to figure this out, even though I was a bit terrified, right? Because we know that children yeah. don't come with, with, uh, with handbooks. They don't come with handbooks <laughs> as you're pregnant, after handbooks. you give birth, when they're five, when yeah. they're 10, they don't have handbooks. Exactly. They never get handbooks. No, no. There's no handbooks. No. <laughs> and so uh, I was also really quite challenged because um, after I had her and I, you know, I had a C-section, I ended up with a, a spinal headache because the, of the um, anesthesia wasn't um, done correctly. So they, you know, some people have experiences where you're um, there is a puncture and then your cerebral spinal fluid can't That's reach it. the brain yeah. and yeah. you get a spinal headache and it feels like your head is literally in a vice. Oh my goodness. Um, and we had a, a beautiful uh, family friend that came and took care of myself and Lily for those first three weeks without her. I don't think we would have made it because I couldn't oh, move. Yeah. Um, but after that, I realized, okay, now my maternity leave is up, but I can't afford to go back to work and pay for rent and childcare. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. And we were on um, WIC, which was, is a, a wonderful thing for yeah. breastfeeding moms when yeah. there's economic for... challenges. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I realized that only goes so far. And if I don't figure something out, like this ship is sinking, but I'm not the only one on the ship. Right. I have this little baby here. It's okay if it's here. just us, right? It's okay if it's yeah, just exactly. us. We'll figure it out. Right. 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 And so I realized, Wow. I better make something happen. Now, because I had started that business of essential oil formulas many, many years ago for uh, clearing and invoking the goddess and balancing the energy centers and the chakras. And, you know, I had many, many formulas and I had had a healing practice as well. So I'd gotten a lot of great feedback and I had, mm -hmm. you know, been out speaking about, um, 
all of these different kind of alternative modalities. So a lot of reflection from individuals as well in different parts of the U.S. And so I thought, well, this business has been much more of a hobby. It's been con- inconsistently successful, but I need consistency right now. Yes. And so we had this tiny apartment in New Jersey and uh, this little TV table and I would start to make, mix the oils on the TV table. And then I sold into my first Whole Foods in New Jersey and then in Manhattan and started building that um, wholesale business um that way and of course it was immense because you know a lot of hours and all of the production and supporting the products and still Mm -hmm. this little tiny growing human but uh, I was able to to build that business and then eventually bring on um, some investors and bring on some uh, team and start to grow it um, even more significantly. And I uh, made one of the investors a co-founder. Um, and, you know, we grew that to uh, a national award-winning brand and um, products in probably about 400, over 400 stores at that time. This was a number That's of years amazing. ago. Wow. And some international sales for the, the products, which was really quite incredible. Um, and a lot of wonderful recognition on my formulas and my work Mm -hmm. as a healer. And so, so that was really beautiful. And then about maybe six years ago, I realized like, okay, it's time to, this is no longer my spiritual path. There's something more. So I left day-to-day operations and that business is still, um, run and I'm simply a minor minority shareholder in that now. And Mm -hmm. that afforded me the time to go back to my healing practice because I knew, at that time, I could only do one or the other with right. my daughter. Couldn't couldn't do both. And I figured, well, I can have more of um, outreach and benefit on humanity because my core mission has always been about the elevation of the consciousness of humanity mm-hmm. and how to awaken, how to activate those levels of divinity of sovereignty that exists within all of us Mm -hmm. to come into the remembrance of what it means to live a life aligned from our hearts and souls. Right. So, um, so at that point I left, started my healing practice again, wrote the DNA book and started a new business. That's now the soul Institute, which is uh, an educational platform of wonderful programs and services and, and digital offerings as well through our alchemy library. Um, and I'm writing a lot now, which has always been a dream and desire. I always knew I had a, a number of books within me, even from that age of 18. Yeah. Um, but I it's, that, you know, it's taken a lot longer. For, I find writing very, um, I don't do it as often as I should, but very healing and spiritual for me, like a good way to release yeah. and realize and reflect and all of those things it's so true writing is so powerful there are a few things that are more powerful than putting pen to paper uh in fact i have a journaling class i'm teaching in january to teach other people how to do that consistently practically easily but powerfully because when we take our dreams and desires held within our heart and soul and write them down it's a way of blessing them into manifestation Right. Which is really powerful. Right. That sounds wonderful. Are you offering that workshop um, virtually? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, 
This is a really good segue because I'm thinking if we take a quick break now and, and when we come back, could we then talk about some of the things that you are offering, if not all, whatever you are offering and how people can get um, in touch with you? Does that sound okay? I would love to, Liz. Thank you. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, we'll be right back. Um, everyone else, stay where you are. It'll be two seconds. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Thank you for coming back. I am here with Adora Winquist. She is an expert in vibrational medicine and essential oils. She's also an author. And I'm hoping that for this segment, we'll be able to talk about some of the things that you're doing now and offering to clients, especially virtually, since I am in the New England area. Um, most of my listeners are from here, um, but there are listeners everywhere. So tell us more about um, your business, your website, how people can contact you and some of your offerings. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So the website is the soulinstitute.co. And right off the bat, um, if you put in your email address, you can get a beautiful ebook, Eight Essential Oils for Emotional Resilience. Um, and it's, it's just such a wonderful tool for practicality, accessibility, uh, but also the wisdom of the plants and how they can support us. One of the new modalities that I've created is called ANR or aromatic neuro repatterning, which is how we can repattern from past trauma in our lives. But even more than that, how we can retrain our neural pathways to live a life of joy, expecting the very best of what this life can offer the very best in terms of abundance and clarity, the honoring mm -hmm. of our life force, our bodies as temples, um, our minds that harness the power of our life force to be able to create worlds and realities right. and how we can honor our emotional well-being and to know that we don't want to just depress our emotions. We don't want to shove them away because they're great teachers and indicators right. of where we are in our lives and where we long to go on our path of self-mastery. Mm -hmm. So the emotions are incredibly powerful um, teachers for us. And so when we can work with the essential oils by inhalation to repattern the neural pathways, it becomes a really profound stepping stone to allow for the highest expression of who we are to surface. So I'm really happy and to share. Honestly, like who, who would ever really think to do to that, that would be so beneficial. You know, it seems yes. just so easy. <laughs> Yes, it's easy and yet profound. It's just a one other way to heal. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm happy to be able to share that. Also, all of my books and other eBooks are on the website as well. And our new affirmation cards that people can use. It's a gift set that comes with the affirmation cards that have beautiful gold foil, sacred geometry on them to oh, further prioritize your intentions yeah. and a little essential oil of my gratitude formula to, so you can start working with those affirmations and repatterning the brain so it's a, a beautiful way to work with that and there's a journal that comes with that the I am affirmation journal um, in addition to that my new program and I'm so excited about this because you know when I wrote the DNA book it was like going through 20 plus years of my life and experience mm -hmm. and putting that into an offering and the 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 um, new program called the love frequency is the next level of that. And wherever you are in your journey, it's the next key to your path of self development mm -hmm. and personal mm -hmm. growth, because it teaches us through remembrance, what it means to come into our hearts as our true Norse and as the source of all creation. Mm -hmm. And a little bit of a backstory on this. So my birth name isn't Adora, it's Dorothy. And um, when I was at the Barbara Brennan School in my first year of um, residency training, I was sitting out on the beach with a group of my new friends. And one of them said to me, and this was after like a huge um, process, right? Because part of the Brennan work brings you into the core of your wounding in this life, but only um, so you can find a path of liberation from it. And so, you know, a lot of emotional release and we're sitting out on the, the beach in Miami, um, soaking up the salt water and those negative ions to clear the energy field. And so my friend says, well, I like your nickname of Dora, but it really feels like your name should be Adora. And I was like, well, gee, I never thought of that. It sounds so pretty. Well, I'll, I'll think it over. So then flash forward to that same day well, mm -hmm. after more emotional processing out on the beach, same beach, but a different group of friends and the same exact conversation. And I thought, okay, universe, I get it. Uh, there's something about Adora here. So yeah. I adopted the name Adora from that moment on and have built my work around that. Um, but what I realize at this point in my own path of self-mastery is that Adora is really a consciousness. It's a teacher. It's a flow state of being, of being aligned in the love frequency, because that energy came to me at a very profound time in my healing journey and mm -hmm. where I had to go in and look at very deeply at some of the pla places of pain in my past. And so this new program is like me paying that forward. So the, the Adora frequency or the love frequency, <laughs> if you will, is, is how we can remember that the, the pathway to the center of our hearts as the source of all creation really is the journey of the beloved, right? And, and mm -hmm. that is what we've sought outside of ourselves for how long? Millennia, right? right? That that beloved one, um, that love that we've been searching for is always within us. Mm -hmm. And when we can come into that and we can peel away the layers of 
of the past adversity that we've experienced through our own journeys of pain and suffering, because we all have them, that we can come into our hearts and the heart becomes our source of not only love, but leadership, right? Living from that place of truth where the heart becomes our GPS. So the love frequency program is 11 modules. It's launching this month. Um, so it's wonderful. We, for those of your listeners that are interested, we have a beautiful early bird, uh, sign up for that, but it's 11 modules. And after those 11 modules, you'll be certified as a level one modern alchemist. Oh, that's so all really, yeah. All of these aspects of alchemy from the essential oils to the crystals, to the sacred geometry, to the vibration of sound, like the solfeggio frequencies and coming into deeper levels of self-discovery so we can release that which no longer serves us and open to the lives that we were we're born to live right Right. as where we move from seekers to leaders of our own lives so even for those that are not looking to have a healing modality to use as a practice it's about coming to a new level of leadership in your own life right through your relationships your finances your career your health your vitality all aspects of who you are So it's a, it's a really, it's a really beautiful program that people from all over the world can sign up for because you'll log in, you'll have your course material. You'll be able to do that at your own pace with the, I was going to ask you, it's not live. So people who, when this um, episode is released, it may be after the launch of your program. So is it something someone can access after this month? Okay. I'm going to send your name to someone right now. Because I know someone. Oh, thank you. Would really benefit from that. I think you would be a great oh, mentor thank you for so them. Much. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. We're the also get off. <laughs> thank you. Well, the website for that we just launched a brand new landing page. It's modernalchemist.org, and Is you that can one see that everything. I can share with um, everyone yes. when, mm-hmm. when this episode comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Because it just went live on Friday. We're really excited. That's exciting. So you is said modernalchemist.org? So dot org. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Um, the, the other really cool thing about the program is that there will be these weekly connection calls that if you want to, you can jump on. I'll be doing a teaching of the module. And then um, anyone that wants to share about their process or have questions, and then I'll be doing a frequency attunement in each one and they'll nice. be recorded. So again, if you're not there, it's okay because you can jump on, listen to the recording and do the attunement. That sounds fabulous. That yeah, sounds really it's nice. Gonna be yeah, really... I'm going to send, definitely send your name to someone right when we're done. <laughs> so I have to remember. Thank you, Liz. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners about what, what you may be offering? Oh, in- yes. We also have this beautiful alchemy library, Liz, where um, your listeners can log in there. It's membership on three different tiers, but there's also a free membership. 
Nice. And so they can log in and there is um, alchemy in four different pillars, meditation, alchemy, essential oil, alchemy, crystal alchemy, and then practical alchemy with recipes. And so wherever you are, you can log in and like, oh, I'm really curious about this oil. And it has writings that I've done that you're not going to find in someone else's book because they all come through in the moment when I sit Mm -hmm. and connect and commune with the plants and same thing for the crystals and some of my different formulas um and practical tips and inspiration so it's a wonderful resource for your listeners wherever they are in the world wherever they are on their path of awakening and self-mastery and whether they want to become members and subscribe monthly on a paid tier or be at that free complimentary tier we have something for everyone and that's right on the soul institute Yes, it's um, under the quantum community, which we also have a Facebook page for quantum community on Facebook. Great. That sounds fabulous. I'll probably go jump on there too. Thank you you so much. Now, when we end our podcast, we usually ask our guests three questions. They're the same questions that everyone gets asked. So are you ready to potentially answer those? Okay. Yes. I think you already answered this, but maybe I'm wrong. When you are feeling most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Mm. Meditating. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. You didn't answer that. I just figured it would be somewhere <laughs> in nature, in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, that one too, but meditating. Yeah. And then my next question is, uh, is there a book that you would, one book that you would say you could not live without, or you give to your clients or mm-hmm. something that's changed your life? that you would recommend? Yes, I, for over 20 years, have gifted my clients uh, with a book by Paul Farini, and it is called Love Without Conditions. Oh, it is so beautiful. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. And then the last question I would like to ask everyone is, if money wasn't an object and you did not have to sur- survive on money, What would you be doing? This. I love that. Just more more of it. More More of it. it. In a a more of a global setting. Yes. I have so many, um, so many visions for upcoming projects. And of course, those projects require capital seeding, right? Funding for not only um, the mechanism of the programs, but also the team to help bring them to life. So yeah. there are many projects that I want to seed in what I call the creation of uh, divine philanthropic legacy. Love it. Mm-hmm. That sounds so nice. Well, I hope that you get those little um, investors, people to Thank help you with that. Thank Thank you. you. And thank you so much for coming on today. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you and hear your story. And I can't wait to share your information with some of Uh, my own clients. So thank thank you. Thank you. Such a joy to be with you, Liz. Thank you. you. You're such a bright light. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And everyone else, I will be back in just a moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram.
The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.